Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Making his way to the radio from Memphis, Tennessee, the home of rhythm and bruise. Please welcome your host and your hero, Kevin Cerrito. Cerrito. It's time to talk wrestling on the radio. Welcome in to the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. We talk wrestling on the radio every single Saturday between 11 and noon. Instead of turning your TVs on TV5, which I recommend you do, and watch Sudo Upadea and everyone over there. But instead of turning your TV on to Channel 5 on Saturdays, you flip your radio on right here to Sports Entertainment 56, 96, 1 and 87, 7 FM. And we talk about professional wrestling. It's SummerSlam weekend already. Very early weekend uh, for SummerSlam, but uh, maybe the early SummerSlam in history. I don't know. I'd have to check that. But uh, it's SummerSlam weekend, so we will talk about WWE SummerSlam coming up this hour. We'll also be joined by Marvin Stockwell, who is currently right now in the Mid-South Coliseum. They're doing another cleanup, the second cleanup of the Mid-South Coliseum, and they're about to do the fourth Roundhouse Revival, uh, possibly inside that building. Derek King uh, dropping that news uh, last week uh, on this show. So we will follow up with that with Marvin Stockwell a little bit later on this hour. But uh, joining me in studio today as we... uh, deal with all of this madness here this SummerSlam weekend. He is the commissioner of 901 Wrestling. Contar Macklin is here. What's up, Contar? Hello. Hello. There's Hello. A, yeah, just make sure you get into your into your uh, microphone right over there. How You've y'all been doing in, today? This is not your first time on this show. You Absolutely you, not. I'm a vet. You, you have visited this program when... Um, Anthony Sane was was hosting before, back when he was the babyface. Yes, so, Anthony Sane. he was the babyface. Good guy. And so if anybody wants to know Contar's uh, origin story, how you got involved in all of this, I highly recommend you go back to the Cerrito Live podcast feed. You can always listen to this show in the podcast form if you miss us on Saturday morning. So you can go to Cerrito Live, find all the links, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And... Uh, that we've had so many great guests recently. Michael St. John, Jerry the, Jerry the King Lawler. Big E was on right before SmackDown. And you go back and listen to all that stuff, CerritoLive.com. Good but deal. go back and find Contar's interview. And uh, it was real fascinating. Your story's outstanding. It's just like it's such a great, great story. Absolutely. I am a comeback story. Y'all get with me. And you're, <laughs> you're now the commissioner of 901 Wrestling. We've yes. been interacting because I've been up there uh, getting involved a ton. We hung out with uh, a bunch of the crew from 901 Wrestling last night at the Memphis May Tap Room. Correct. In, in Cooper Young. And um, that was also uh, so much fun. And there's a show tonight. Absolutely. Tonight, 7 p.m., The Rec Room. Hey, I'm telling you, if I tell anybody, if you haven't been, Show up, cause you will have a ball, family friendly fun. Uh, hey, all guys is putting on a wonderful, wonderful show, and we just really out to please, to please you. The spot is great. Uh, they got food, they got drinks, they got liquor. You know, you can bring your kids <laughs> out, and you will have a ball. I promise you. 
Right. The, the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour every week is brought to you by Real Memphis Wrestling at the Rec Room. How about that? Yes, yes. Uh, not only is Rec Room a great place uh, to uh, play current and classic video games on the giant 20-foot screens, you can also uh, play trivia with me on Tuesday nights there, and now you can uh, see Real Live Memphis Wrestling. They set up a professional wrestling ring in the middle of Rec Room Smack there. Smack down the middle. It, on Broad Avenue. 3000 Broad Avenue. Yeah, exactly. It's right off the of Sam Cooper Boulevard. You can't miss it. Can't you go to recroommemphis.com for more information. Mm-hmm. $5 is all it costs to get inside uh, the door works. for these wrestling shows. All ages are welcome, as, mm-hmm. as Contar mentioned. Yes. If you're under 21, then you got to come with a parent or guardian. Got so to. make sure make sure you do that. And you can also watch all the WWE and UFC pay-per-views there. So you can go tonight to Rec Room and see real live wrestling. Come back on Sunday. They will have SummerSlam on those giant 20-foot screens as well. So Great. don't miss a real Memphis wrestling at the Rec Room. 901 Wrestling. I'm going to be there tonight. Yes, 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 yes. You gonna, will be in the building as usual. Yeah, I'm, I, I have, <laughs> we love you. I, I've only missed like one of the past uh, handful of shows here, here recently, and um, can't wait to be out there tonight because there's been some. I, I, I there's been some. I've had some issues with 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 some of your talent. And I really do respect what you do more than ever before uh, of being the commissioner and being able to control all of this stuff. It's tough, man, you know, and it like you just said, it's just like you said, though, you've kind of been getting into it with, I, I guess, wait, our favorite wait, guy. Wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Huh? Hold on, Austin. Austin, what is this? Is this Dust, Dustin Anthony is on, is on hold? Dustin, <laughs> that is... This man would not let me be great. He what does he want? He has a, a a history. One of his favorite things to do is to interrupt me in the middle of stuff. Man, look, I came in to talk to you. Do we have to talk to him? I I don't know. Let's put let's let's batch him in. Uh, and, and, All right, go on, go ahead. Well, well, if you're fine with it, we'll have D- Dustin. Are you there? Go ahead. Yes, I'm here, Kevin. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. I'm the baddest man alive. You hear me? And that big dude that's sitting there next to you can hear him. He can hear me, too. Because I've been trying to get in touch with him all week long, okay? It's he called Call Block. Last week with Walker Hayes. He put me in a, last, a match last week with Walker Hayes, okay? And I'm not doing it. Uh, today is my birthday, Kevin, okay? Today's my birthday, and I'm not wrestling tonight. I'm not going to be at 3000 Broad Avenue. I'm not going to be at the Red Room. I'm not going to fight Walker Hayes. Huh? And since he didn't answer his phone the entire week, the whole time I've been calling him, texting him, and everything... We went ahead and we took matters into our own hands and we took care of Walter Hayes. I don't think Walter Hayes is even going to show up tonight, Kevin. Your buddy well, is in bad well, shape after what we did to him, okay? So we well, well, look at that. What do you think about that, Contar? Hey, uh-huh. well, look here, man. Look, uh, just so just so happened, I saw this here footage of you and your buddy, Hunter Havoc, and y'all did some damage to Old brother Walker Hayes, but look here. Yeah, we did some damage, Yeah, you did. But you know what though? Sitting right there. But but well, look here. First off, happy birthday to you, and for your gift, you will be fighting tonight. No. Yes. Yes. No. You will fight tonight. I'm not wrestling tonight, Contar. You will be there. I'm not gonna be there. If you, hey, look here. By me being the commissioner, if you don't show up. Then your title would be stripped. How about those apples? What? How about that? I got pulled like that. that, huh? All right, you know what? You know what, Contar? I don't. I'll tell you what. I will be there tonight. I will be there tonight because you know what? Walter Hayes isn't even going to show up. 
Okay, he's not going to show up. His arm is broken after what we did to him. After what me and Big Havoc did to him last night, after Kevin's little bingo show, after he had us thrown out for no reason. L- little okay? bingo. We taught him a lesson. We taught him what happened. And I'll tell you what, Kevin, if you show up, the same thing's going to happen to you tonight, okay? Man. I'm tired of you. Are I'm you tired of you showing up thinking you can talk. Yeah, I'm threatening. I'm telling you, because of people like him, that you've been allowed to ruin people's lives at 901, Contar. Tommy Jackson can't even feel his feet right now because of you, and now you want to try and do that same thing to me. You want to try to do the same thing to the baddest man alive, okay? Well, guess what? I'm going people shots at my title that they don't earn. Well, guess what, though? Guess what here? Listen here. Since, you know what I'm saying, since, since it's me and, and I am the commissioner and I've been doing a great, great job. You have been doing this? a good job. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Mm-hmm. How about this here, mm-hmm. Dirty Dustin Anthony, for your birthday? How about this here? It's going to be you and it's going to be Walker tonight. Exactly. He's and, not coming. And just to put the little sprinkling on the cake, we're going to have our buddy, Mr. Kevin Cerrito, outside the ring as the special guest enforcer. How about those? No, nah, man. No. Hey, look, Kevin's not going to come. Happy birthday, buddy. Kevin's not going to come. I will be Kevin's there. Like, I will no, be there. He's no, coming. Kevin. He is Mr. my guest, and he will be there. Big Havoc's going to squash him. Big huh? Havoc's going to squash him. I'm no, he's not going to do this. He's going to touch him. He's not going to touch him. Why can't I? He might. He might. He I mean, it's possible, but feels. I doubt it, though. He's going to be upset. Well, you know what, though? He's I got something else that's in, uh, in place that I will tell you about that later on tonight. I'll just tell you about that later tonight. How about those apples? This is ridiculous, Contar. You can't do it. You constantly do this every single time. Okay, now you're trying to ruin my birthday. I can't believe you would do this. Man. I can't believe you do this to the baddest man alive. Yeah, I mean, you I'm are bad, birthday. but though, hey, but hey, you just get ready. You just put your tights on. I'm saying you put your uh, boots on, your time up tight, and then you come on out and you get ready for a fight because Walker will be there. I just have a strange feeling just deep, deep down that he will show up. Nah, you know what? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Contar. He's not going to be there. I'm so confident he's not going to be there. I'm so confident he's not going to be there. If he's there, if Walker Hayes doesn't have to show up, he can fight me for my belt. That's how confident I am. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wasn't even going to do that. You saw what we did to him last night. I mean, we laid him out. If he he got the ball to show up, he can fight me for the belt. It's not going to happen, Contar. He is injured. Oh, okay? so we he's putting the title up. Okay, see, look here, like, look here, like, say, I wasn't even going to even do that, but you know what, though? That's a great idea. Your belt will yeah. be on the line. How about okay. that? Okay. When do that. he doesn't show up, when he doesn't show up tonight, this whole thing can be put to rest. I'm done with Lord Raven. I'm done with Kevin Cerrito, too. Well, bye. All right, but right. Dustin, thanks as always for joining us. This sounds yeah. like, so. So if I'm getting this right, your title's on the line tonight against Walker Hayes on the line, and I get to be he's the special. En- I'm going to be the special enforcer the outside special the ring. Enforcer, yes, sir. He's right. not even going to show up, man. I got. I got to call Mike Tyson, get some advice about this, uh, about how to be a, a proper enforcer in a, a professional wrestling match tonight. And you better watch out, Dustin. Better watch out tonight. Better tonight. watch out. You better watch. What out, you Kevin. did last yeah, night, following Bingo Slam at the at the Fireside Funhouse, was disgusting. It was a disgusting act. 
Uh, you, he deserved it. You know what you did was disgusting. You had me thrown out for no reason. Had you thrown out? They had to go back and look at the security footage after what you did uh, last night. It was it was it was just it was just awful. And I I, I hope and I and I'm gonna message Walker now. Check in on his condition. But I think he's going to show up tonight. And mm-hmm. um, he can't even feel his arm after what we did to him. I mean, he is done. If Walker Hayes may never wrestle again after that, his arm is not going to be the same. And I I I, I think he's not going to show up. I think he's going to walk out. Uh, with a, with a, a a new belt around his waist. Yes, that's not going to happen. Gonna happen. Ha- happy birthday, Dustin! I'll yeah. see you tonight at your party at the rec room. Happy birthday, Jive Turkey! All right, Dustin, Doc, this guy, this guy. I can't believe he called in. What does he want? He, you know, what? no. In the yeah, so in the middle of of the bingo, we had a wrestling themed bingo last night. So much fun. New Wing Order was out there. Great crowd. Uh, great. Uh, People dressed up in their, their ring attire and okay. get extra cards. And I'm always there every Friday at 8 at, at the Memphis May Taproom. I call it the, the uh, Fireside Funhouse because the Firesides, their beer and, you know, Bray Wyatt, yada, yada, yada. Okay. But uh, it was so much fun. But then he came up and just like in the middle of it all, uh, tried to attack Walker, uh, Walker Hayes. And then after he got kicked out of the building at the end of the night, he's still hanging out in the parking lot. Hunter Havoc literally hanging out uh, uh, from what I hear behind a dumpster. And wow. they jump him uh, from behind, and that footage, of course, I know you saw that. Yeah, and I now just saw that today, which I'm very, very upset. I just got this. Them. This is uh, this is good though because we've seen these guys. They keep. I, I mean, let's have this be fair tonight, and I hope you've got. I hope we we can, and that's what I want to see. And that's what the people who who come out to nine one wrestling they want to see some good wrestling. Some, I definitely got fair. some plan for us. I definitely got some plan to be fair. So just know, I'm just this your brain of mine is spinning. So hey, okay. I, mean, hey, I do have some plans. Because they have, they have never. You you personally invited me last time to come I, out there. And, I did. And, as, to be a special guest commentator during their match. And it's just not it, – it's always two-on-one. It's always – it's always two on one, and there's not much I can do. I mean, yeah, I mean, I and, and hell, I, I I host a radio show, right? Uh, I'm not I'm not a professional wrestler, so and not near the size of of Hunter Havoc, so. right? I mean, he, I mean, like, I can try my best though as the enforcer because that does give me some authority in this match. I mean, like you know what I'm saying between them both, you know, between Hunter and between, even though like even though man, I cannot stand the baddest man alive. I cannot lie. The guy has talent. He has talent, and then after you put him and you put Havoc and you team them up together, it's an unstoppable hey. force. It has been an unstoppable force at, at Nine One Wrestling. So it's real, real crucial. But you know what though? You know what I'm saying? We are definitely gonna try to even it out. You know what I'm saying? Today and like uh, we definitely gonna have Dustin uh, in there uh, against against Walker Hayes, and then we also gonna have Big Swole. Big Swole will will be there tonight. Uh, we also gonna have. Oh, and then after that, we do have returning tonight, Otis Crowley. And if you haven't seen him, when I say puts on a show, this guy puts on a show. Then also we're going to have old Chris, three-time, three-time, three-time Ward is going to be there. Josh Josh Matthews, next next level, and old, uh, and old Geo Savage. So all of them will be in action tonight. And look here, man. I'll be there. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna have Kevin there. I'll be there. Tommy is uh Tommy Tommy Jazz gonna roll in there, so he's not gonna walk in <laughs> like us. He's gonna roll in because because he is a he is, he is he is so he's, he's gonna roll in, but everybody else is gonna walk in. He's gonna roll in. Very suspicious injury that he's got there. Oh man, like but man, you know what though? I I have not caught him walking yet. I'm trying to, and I'm trying, and I be going out and I and 
And like I've almost called him twice. I thought I had him, and then I go, but some way he gets right, right back in that chair. Nine on one wrestling tonight at the rec room. You don't want to miss that show. Nine on one wrestling is hot right now. It is the the hot local wrestling promotion. I know yeah. y'all have already announced you'll be at the Mid South Fair we'll coming up. So South Fair, the, the fair is almost in the air, and exactly. we'll have September wrestlers 20. flying through the air. Exactly. Nine on one wrestling it. at the fair. And you got so many more things. You, y'all, there's a chance you might. There's so many rumors circulating around the Mid South Coliseum, and there's a, there are, there are rumors there is going to be an event inside the Mid South Coliseum. Derek King, Derek King on this show last week mentioned uh, Roundhouse Revival Four. Uh-huh. Uh, they've done three Roundhouse Revivals before. Uh-huh. It's no secret I'm an advocate to save that building. I I'm an advocate to uh, bring the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame to Memphis as well. Too much history and, there. So much history inside the Mid-South Coliseum. There is a the group of folks out there as we speak right now cleaning up the Mid-South Coliseum. So then they cleaning up to so then they cleaning up with like you know what I'm saying with the chance of doing the show inside there. That's what that's what I think they're hoping to do. We're going to find out right now cuz we're going to go live to inside the Mid-South hey. Coliseum from the Coliseum Coalition. His Great name is, is Marvin Stockwell. He is inside the Mid-South Coliseum right now. Marvin, good morning. Good morning. How's it going, guys? What's going on, brother? Uh, it's, it's going fantastic. How is it going yeah. there? This is the second of two major yeah. cleanups uh inside the Mid-South Coliseum. How how are things yeah. looking? Is it almost clean? Well, it, it's it's a lot cleaner than it was before the first cleanup, for sure. Um, the, the difference between the first cleanup and the, and the second one is, like, there was way more cleanup work to do at the outset of the first one in April. Um, but there has been some uh, fresh vandalism as people have broken in and broken some fresh glass. Mm. But I'm happy to report that this morning we've already got all that cleaned up. And the focus of this cleanup is really more about uh, moving uh, items off the arena floor to prepare it for uh, September 21st for Roundhouse Revival 4. Uh, now, the, exactly what's going to be programmed there uh, it, it is, uh, still remains to be seen, but if you've been to any of the other Roundhouse Revivals, you know that the, the three core brands, the classic brands of the Coliseum, music, wrestling, and basketball, mm-hmm. hopefully will all be on display in some way, shape, or form. Um, we're working hand-in-glove with the city. Uh, this, the, both of these cleanups were as a result of, a, uh, of our kind of collegial relationship with the city of Memphis and with help from Clean Memphis. So we couldn't have done it without without them. And I think that underscores the real sea change that's gone on here over the last four and a half years since the Coliseum Coalition began. And that is, you know, in the early days, a lot of people couched it as like, oh, you know, the citizens against the city. I would argue that that was really never the case. It was, it was we, we, we kept it collegial from moment one. But over the last two years, that, that, that collegiality has really just, uh, uh, you know, it's it been enhanced, and we're doing more and more in contact uh, with the city. Mm. All right, Marvin Stockwell joining us live from inside. So, how many people? How many people are out there? And have you found anything cool yeah. uh, among the cleanup today? The, the surprise. Oh, you? sure, sure. <laughs> well, honestly, we've been active in the building for so long that a, a lot of the kind of neat stuff uh, got identified early on in, 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 our, in our advocacy for the building. Like, for instance, the first time I ever went in, uh, somebody said, hey, man, come over and check this out. And it was a box of re- uh, receipts for refunds for the Elvis show that didn't happen because he died. And I'm like, that probably ought to be in the library. And so, mm-hmm. for sure, the library has come and collected that item. Uh, in advance of the first cleanup, the library staff and interns all spent time in here 
pulling out artifacts to go in their permanent collection and in their collection that they're queuing up for uh, the bicentennial uh, celebration for the county. So um, lots of neat stuff has been pulled out of the building already uh, because they, they ought to be put in a safe place where they can be preserved uh, in, in perpetuity. But there's still some artifacts. Like I'm, I, as I'm, I'm in one of the ticketing areas. I'm right outside the old will call window. And uh, I'm right here at the base of the steps, and I'm, I'm looking at one of the old concession stands, and there's still a popcorn machine in there. So there's a lot of neat artifacts that for people who, who uh, haven't been in the building since it was open, you know, it's just like, it's, it's kind of a trip to, <laughs> to kind of be in here. Just yesterday, we were given uh, another VIP tour. We've been going, giving uh, VIP tours to potential investors for the last two years. Uh, in cooperation with the city. And yesterday, uh, Jerry Lawler and, and, and Dustin and Maria Starr, uh, they toured the building before, but they were coming through again. And what was neat was, like, as we're walking through the buildings, you know, we, we have a lot of, like, you know, Jerry Lawler stories, but we have the unusual privilege of being able to be like, well, Jerry, why don't you tell that story? You know, so he's, like, breaking, oh, you know, the moon dogs, this, that, and the other. It was It was kind of amazing. So, it's an amazing, sturdy building. Two separate assessments have shown that the building is in excellent shape. Uh, in the Tourism Development Zone application process uh, late last year that the city got approved finally, uh, there's language in that application that says the Coliseum is preserved and not demolished. So I think the quick get here is we can conclude that officially the Coliseum has been saved. Now, the work that remains is the what do we do with it part. And what's beautiful about the cleanups is that it's a known thing that we're preparing the building for pre-vitalizing events. So if you went to the Tennessee Brewery during the Tennessee Brewery Untapped, that was a pre-vitalizing series. And, and who would doubt that that, was, that had, a, had a role in that building's renewal? If you've gone to anything at Claiborne Temple, you know, they're doing kind of perpetual pre-vitalizing. Broad Avenue, before it came surging back to life, there was a weekend event called New Face for an All Broad. My point, Crosstown Concourse. So we're really following in the footsteps of other civic projects where they had pre-vitalizing events, and that was when the city found the collective will because they saw how, how much people loved it. And that's what's going to happen with the pre-vitalizing series with the Coliseum. And hopefully we're going to kick it off September 21st with Roundhouse Revival 4, the very first public event inside the Mid-South Coliseum in 13 years. All right, we're talking with Marvin Stockwell live from inside the house yeah. that the king built, the Mid-South. That's right. Coliseum. So we can yeah. we cannot confirm officially that Roundhouse Revival Four is happening, but it is so close. Well, it, like, what? yeah, it's so close. Well, here, here's 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 what here's what the issue. We're we're literally in here making certain judgments. We just had uh, uh, an, an air quality test uh, come back just yesterday. There's a slightly elevated level of a certain allergen in the air. So we're talking very seriously to no black mold, like all those th reports about, like, oh, there's black mold. There's not black mold in the Mid-South Coliseum. And now we have an air test and, a, and, a, and, a, and, a, and an atmospheric test to show that. They've gone around and done and swiped seats and done all sorts of stuff. And, and so we've got a very detailed report back because it's a higher bar to clear to have the general public in the building than it is to have people sign waivers and go on VIP tours. Mm -hmm. We knew that. We knew that was going to be a hurdle we had to clear. And, you know, represent our, our colleagues from the city, Mary Claire Bo Boris and, 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 and Lindsay Jackson, are in here and we're cataloging items. We're moving items off the venue floor. And we're talking very seriously about ways that we can uh, mitigate and, and improve uh, that air quality because we've got between now and September 21st to get it to an acceptable level. And it was, it was slightly elevated. So um, 
we, we're confident, but, but the reason it's not 100% ironclad is because, of course, we want everyone to be safe. You know, we want to remove the tripping hazards. We want to uh, make sure that the, that, the, that the programmable area is made safe, and that's the reason we're, we're cataloging and moving items out of the venue floor so that we can move a wrestling ring in there, you know, and have the first wrestling in the building in 13 years, which kind of gives me goosebumps to even think about. But um, my, my point is the overarching intent is, of course, we have to make this uh, safe uh, for people to come in here. And it's just, a, it's a higher bar than, 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 than the waivers and the VIP tours. We just want to make it safe for the public. And we're uh, slowly but surely stepping through those things uh, and working hand in glove uh, with the city, who is going to, you know, uh, make sure that we're doing this in, in, in all the legal uh, ways that we have to. But I, we're all operating on the assumption that September 21st is a go. Uh, and when I say that, I mean, everyone, that's, that's the, that's the con- kind of consensus we're operating on, even our colleagues at the city. Now, the reason we don't say it's 100% is because there's still some issues that we need to, to address. But and you get right here in South, want, South Coliseum working on it. You got to get inside the building. Like that's the, like the, this event's going to happen. You're going to have to be inside to show people what I've known now for years. You've known now for mm-hmm. years was mm-hmm. that that building is mm-hmm. in great shape. It, yeah. it, it can be turned back into a basketball arena. It could be turned into something else. Uh, that's totally true. entirely. That's still an open question. The, the that's bone. still an open yeah. question, but two separate assessments have shown that it's in excellent shape. And I have seen hardened skeptics who are like, well, you know, Marv, I think you're all wrong about, you know, the saving the Coliseum or reopening it. But it is a cool building, so I'll come and take your tour. And on the other side of the tour, they're like, oh, my God, there wasn't even any peeling paint. So <laughs> you could do this with it, this with it, this with it. And my, my, my point is you can know academically that two separate assessments, both the, the, those in the, in the grassroots and the city's own assessment, show that it's, in, that it's in excellent shape. That's one thing to know academically. It's an entirely different thing to walk through the building and see what great shape it's in and being like, oh my gosh, you know, like Memphis needs a mid-sized venue and like, gosh, it's sitting right here. We just need... Some people like to joke and say, all we need to do is power wash it and open up the doors, which of course, it's, it's, it's more complicated than that. We do have to address the uh, Americans with Disabilities Act ADA issues, but we think there's some common sense ramping issues. We don't think that these are uh, super expensive uh, fixes. We think the Mid-South Coliseum is worth it, and we have a great treasured asset that's a useful building in good shape that, we, that our city needs. It's the emotional heart of the fairgrounds, and now we have the TDZ funding to remake the fairgrounds and make it its best. Certainly, we're going to restore the emotional heart of the fairgrounds, and the fairgrounds, are, which is the Coliseum, and the fairgrounds are right smack dab in the middle of our city, surrounded by neighborhoods who need the fairgrounds to be all it can be. And I, I'm convinced we're going to get there, and increasingly, the more people come through here, it, the, the Coliseum makes converts of people, even hardened skeptics, every time we bring VIPs through here. So the, to me, it's like how much more will, we, uh, will, will people be convinced once we get the general public in? And so that's the, what we've been pushing for for four-plus years. And I think we're on the precipice of, of getting that done. Uh, September 21st seems like the perfect date for that. Uh, no Tiger yeah. football at home uh, yeah, that day. Yeah, we checked day. that with them. Yeah, and, absolutely. And uh, the weather should start to be cooling down at that point. It's the weekend yep. after uh, Cooper Young Fest. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. should be a, should be a, a great day for it to happen, and hopefully we can get inside the, the Mid South Coliseum. If it's if so, if the wrestling ring is set up, if people are inside, is the idea going? It's going to be set up on the concourse or on the main arena floor. Oh no, we're shooting for arena floor. I mean, in, in my mm. ideal world, we've got the ring right under the the the, the scoreboard. 
Awesome. You know, like 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 classic style, right? Damn. You know, um, now people wouldn't be able to sit in the seats. Uh, we would be limited to being on the venue floor. But gosh, you know, like um, there, you can you can seat a lot of people on the venue floor. Um, so I don't know whether we'll seat the like the, that's a detail yet to be worked out. But like our goal is to have the wrestling ring center right there, smack dab in the middle of where right where it was uh, all those years ago. Uh, having wrestling, uh, and then I'm, I, you know, it, it's not clear whether we'll have bands on a separate stage in the same area where the stage used to be. Uh, that's, I, I think, I'd like to see that. But if we need to program music in wrestling rings as we have done uh, in previous Roundhouse revivals, uh, we'll do that. We just have to be flexible and realize that you know this is hard because we're trying to do something that's you know somewhat unprecedented. Well, it is unprecedented. So, uh, and, and, and we don't mind jumping through those hoops because we love the building and we think it can return to service for all of Memphis. But yeah, it, it's just like all these kind of like, you might be exuberant about like, oh, we should do this, this, this. And then, and then the city's like, okay, well, that's cool. I love that. That's a great idea. But just know that here are the, here are the steps that you would have to like itemize. You know, you'd have to get this checked with, you know, there's always a process, you know, right. and so <laughs> this has to clear all those hurdles, and we're we're just carefully stepping through all those things, working hand in glove with the city. They've been great partners. So, like, you know, like even back in the day, it was not some pitched battle with the city. I never felt that way, anyway. But but it's especially collegial now, and so it's great to have allies within the city who um, that they have different levers to push, right? They have they have uh, different areas of control, so. What you have here with this movement, I guess you'd call it, is really a great example of uh, people in the grassroots working hand-in-glove with municipal government. And slowly but surely, we're getting it done. I mean, and it's an election year this year, uh, and the campaigns yeah. are already heating up for, for mayor, and you're yeah. seeing the commercials on the TV. So, I mean, it's, mm-hmm. uh, and it's not going to be a good move to uh, upset, <laughs> upset some folks by not letting people in the building, but also not a good move if, if the building is not ready. But I do think it's ready. I'm no professional expert. I know sure. people had to sign waivers to get in today to do the cleanup. Now, would this be sure. – are people going to have to sign waivers to get into the, the roundhouse? No, our hope is to not. No, the hope is to get it to where it's just where people can just enter in. But we have to get it certified as the – that the programmable area has to be – accessible. In other words, right. so there'd be like anything where, where, where handicap access is not possible will be not an area that we're programming. But that still leaves the entire uh, venue floor. There's some you know question as to whether we're going to need to come back through the service entrance in the back or whether we can go through the west entrance. Personally, I think going in the front door is conceptually better uh, you know, it's it, it's a it's a it's a you know that beautiful uh, entrance that's underneath the kind of like you know the, I guess you'd call it kind of front porch area with the right. with the with the overhang like where we've had the other roundhouses. Uh, we'd like to come in through the west entrance. Now, whether that's possible is still something that we're working out. But we think that we could do we could handle the ramping down that would make that uh, entrance of the building accessible. Uh, but we'd love to give people a, a chance to kind of walk in the front door uh, of the Coliseum. So we'll see. All right, Marvin, appreciate you joining us live today from inside the Mid-South Coliseum. Thank you so much for having me. Maybe the most historic uh, wrestling venue in the country. (laughs) WWE WWE is returning to Madison Square Garden around that same time. It would be only appropriate that we have uh, Memphis uh, Wrestling return to the Mid-South Coliseum. I think that's right. Good to see some of uh, my friends from 901 Wrestling there uh, as well. Marvin, thank you so much. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much for having me. appreciate it, Kevin. All right. Marvin Stockwell with the Coliseum Coalition. Uh, Commissioner Contar from 901 Wrestling is in studio. I got shield balls.
Yeah, like, man. Yeah, just imagine. We can get get we get inside there. I know, book man. some matches inside of. Man, I haven't been in there. I haven't been. Man, you know what? Uh, I think my last time playing. Well, now you know what? My first year playing in the Bluff City Classic. Uh, it was there, so that was '96. And then when and when I say it was packed for hooping, so I know it'd be packed for wrestling. And we had a ball. So man, I, then I think the first two or three years, I think we were there, and then we moved. To Southwest, you know what I'm saying for the games. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they did move that to Southwest yeah, soon. But man, I had a ball at the Coliseum, man. Uh, so round the go ahead, pencil it on your calendar. Roundhouse Revival, uh, Part Four. Inside your chance to go inside the Mid South Coliseum, see music and wrestling, and uh, hang out with uh, folks inside the Mid South Coliseum on a, on a Saturday in the fall. Hopefully, I think it's going to happen. I think it's going to happen. It It seems like it's going to happen. I'm telling you, it sounds Uh, like the hype is there. They're they're openly talking about it now on this show. So I, you know, that have to be a a crazy snafu in an election year. You don't really want to see that happen. Yeah, um, going down the stretch that they're in. I agree because people definitely definitely get scared. Why it's time to vote? People get scared, right? Uh, so, uh, Contard, you mind hanging? You want to hang around for a minute? We're gonna sure. talk about SummerSlam coming up. It is SummerSlam week, and there's a big show in Memphis tonight. Of course, a rec room, but tomorrow is the biggest party of the summer. Don't let Dustin Anthony uh, hear that. He thinks his birthday party is going to be the biggest party yeah. of the summer. I'm sorry, it's SummerSlam. It's we'll nice talk show. about the very early su- SummerSlam coming early this year. It's like back to school. Uh, all of a sudden, you know, I, when I was going back to school, it would be late August when you would go to school. When I was growing up, when SummerSlam was happening, it was happening late August. Now everything is creeping up on the calendar, including SummerSlam. Kids are back at school uh, this week. SummerSlam is uh, tomorrow. So we'll talk about SummerSlam when we come back as we continue talking about wrestling on the radio here on Sports Entertainment 56, 96, 1 and 87, 7 FM. Memphis comes for real, real sports talk. Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Now, back to the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. I can roll it into Mepho, TWA. Tell all the ladies, handsome Jimmy's on his way. I'm a rocker and a roller. All right, it is SummerSlam weekend. This is a quick programming note here, though, or really quick. Um, I'm about to go on my paternity leave. I've got the um, future main eventer of WrestleMania uh, 60 about to be born. She'll be wrestling Ronda Rousey's, <laughs> Ronda Rousey's uh, daughter at WrestleMania 60 is the plan right now. Okay. I love but the uh, so my so anyway so I'll be out on paternity leave and this so this is the last wrestling hour that we will have until September. The plan is to be back September 21st, the day of the Roundhouse uh, Revival. Uh, but the wrestling the show will still be on. Uh, this show will still be on uh, every Saturday. Uh, special one hour editions of the show. We've got guest hosts lined up uh, for that here going forward for the next few weeks. I will be back in mid September uh, before the NXT show because we have NXT coming to South Haven, mm-hmm. and before the uh, next wrestling boom officially kicks off. We've got that big week, the first week of October, with AEW uh, debuting on TNT and WWE SmackDown moving to Fox. So I'll, we will be back on there talking about wrestling on the radio in September, but I'll be taking a brief hiatus uh, after today's show. So there will not be wrestling talk on the radio for a few weeks in this town, but we will resume that talk here after I take a break. Got to start the training early uh, mm-hmm. if she's going to become uh, the women's champion mm-hmm. 
Uh, push-ups. And, uh, and main event, that WrestleMania 60. Yes, push-ups. Is, is the goal. But anyway, in, in studio, so with me is the commissioner of 901 Wrestling, Contar uh, Macklin. What's up, Contar? Welcome Hello. back here in studio. Yes, sir. Thanks for hanging out all day today. We have a, It's a big wrestling weekend this weekend. Uh, because it is SummerSlam. It is mm-hmm. the second biggest WWE pay-per-view of yeah. the year. It's happening earlier than ever before, and it seems rushed. It doesn't feel like SummerSlam to me, but it yeah. is happening, and we're going to uh, talk about that. Now, that is the biggest story uh, this week in all of professional wrestling, that being, of course, SummerSlam. In the history of our sport, the biggest match in pro wrestling history, the two biggest superstars in our sport, in the biggest event this sport has ever seen, the biggest match in the history of our sport. It's the biggest story in the history of our great sport. All right, it is uh, the biggest story in the history of our sports. Summer Slam is here. Before we break it down, Contar, I know you were in FedEx form for SmackDown Live. Memphis, part of the road to SummerSlam this year. What uh, was your What was your favorite moment of that SmackDown Live? What do you What, what sticks out to you? What would you uh, uh, be talking about here years to, for years to come about hey, that SmackDown? You know what, uh, Actually, oh. first first off, uh, where were you? Do you have an alibi of when Roman Reigns was attacked? Uh yes, uh I was in the VIP section for the uh gossip uh booth, so I was up there chilling with my feet up. Eating. So you you do have you do have uh there were witnesses, people who can uh attest to you being there. Absolutely. You want to make sure you're not involved. I mean, we think it's it's Daniel Bryan and Rowan now, but we're, you know, I know. still still investigating. This first incident happened in Memphis and then we never got a statement from the Memphis Police Department. Exactly. No, uh, uh, I was out. I was chilling, okay, and I was eating wing guru. That's what I was eating. Well, what what did uh, you uh, like about that show? I mean, I thought, and we broke it down last week, on, mm-hmm. and I I did mention my favorite part was which was seeing Bray Wyatt there under his you know his new. Yes, uh, I liked it. Like when Bray came out, the way that the they do the lights in the yes. crowd when Finn was in there, it was and the, you could feel the energy in the crowd of Definitely like, where is he? What is about to happen? Exactly. The, the, you could you could feel that in the air. So that was a really uh, cool moment exactly. uh, that I was looking forward to and glad that we got to experience right, in Memphis. Right. Is there anything else on that, that SmackDown show last week? Kofi Kingston, of course, main eventing against yes. AJ Styles, which and, was a great match. Awesome opener with Kevin Owens. Now that was now right there was probably my favorite because man, like me, I'm saying about me being someone that's big, I just like seeing just big guys work and yeah. seeing Kevin Owens and Drew just go at it. Man, them guys, boy, hey, <laughs> that was great. I loved it. It it was uh, that, that that was cool. And try to think, what else we did we say with the King's Court. Uh, with Trish Stratus and, yes. and Charlotte was on that yes, show. I like Charlotte, and it was another one of those shows. They keep saying they keep saying they're rewriting SmackDown every single week, um, right before the show or during the show. The SmackDown's getting rewritten Man. by Vince McMahon, like up and like in the the second hours being written while the first hours going yeah. on, and and this is all happening right after Eric Bischoff apparently has taken over. And <laughs> that's what they need to do. They just need to let him just have it. And Vince is gonna have to just step back some. He gonna have to just, just like step back and just let them work. Cause like, man, he be doing some stuff. I be like, what the heck is going on here? But overall, and want to make sure we drive this point up. Last week's show in Memphis was great. I it think was. that SmackDown. It was, it was a, a really good show. You went there. We had a big debate on the this the show last week on whether you know about just the 
uh, production-wise of them turning the lights off, turning the lights on. But that's just, you know, overall, the show that we actually got was a good show. It was a very um, enjoyable program. We absolutely did, and I left smiling, so, hey, that was good. The, all right, but now we're turning our attention to SmackDown. It is ha- or not SmackDown, some, from SmackDown to SummerSlam. SummerSlam. That's so why we had Bingo Slam last night because it's SummerSlam weekend. And let's take a look at this card. Well, at the top of the card, you got Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. Uh, Brock Lesnar, the universal champion. Seth Rollins, uh, the Beast Slayer is what he calls himself. Yes. Uh, what any thoughts on this main event? And talk to Seth Rollins. This has been uh, you're talking about a hell of a summer for uh, great, you know, hell of a summer summer for Old Town Road. We're gonna remember that, yeah. right? This summer uh-huh. there's a big summer for that. Uh, this is gonna be the summer that Seth Rollins. Like, I don't think he dropped the ball as being the number one guy in WWE, but going into WrestleMania, he was he he got that pop, and the crowd was behind him 100%. But 100%. since WrestleMania, his star has fizzled a little bit, it has. and he doesn't have that same top baby face um, I agree. reaction. And I, I don't know how much it has to do with uh, him losing the title again to Brock Lesnar, right. how much it has to do with him wrestling Baron Corbin every week, exactly. how much it has to do with them bringing Becky Lynch involved into his storylines or what. But it just doesn't seem like Seth is that number one baby face that he felt like he was going to WrestleMania. Right. And maybe I'm like, come on, let's hurry up and get Seth back doing what he does best, which and, is being a heel. And that's exactly what we need to be. We need that old time heel Seth. Cause like right now it's just, you know, and and then with them and Brock, they they just doing just too much with them. Just gonna let them, just gonna let them go their separate ways, man. We just, it's yeah. kind of like we've seen this match too. Up. Yeah, we've seen it. We've seen it now over and over again. Surprise is not really a triple threat, a rematch of WrestleMania triple threat. You know, the okay. WrestleMania when Seth won the match uh-huh. or won originally. You uh-huh. have Brock Seth versus Roman because right. Roman's not on the card. What is Roman doing? That is the big question going into SummerSlam this weekend. I'm guessing my prediction: Roman's going to have a quick match with with Rowan. The Roman versus Rowan, okay, uh, match because the rumors that you know now it's out that the Rowan's the one who's been attacking him, mm-hmm. and then we'll eventually get to a Daniel Bryan Roman Reigns uh, match uh, uh, in the future, maybe on the first SmackDown or Fox, who knows? Okay. But I, like I, it. I think because it's not on the card now, they're not going to just randomly do Daniel right Bryan now. versus Roman. They they're not, not going to have Roman not wrestle, right? No, he 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 definitely so, has to be out there. So what? So how is going to happen, and how they're going to you know twist it? Hey, let's see. It was, yeah, revealed. So the the storyline that started in Memphis was like, who's attacking Roman Reigns? Mm-hmm. They finally they revealed on this week's SmackDown after another attempted murder attempt there by uh, by uh, apparently it all comes down to being Rowan, which I like that it's Rowan that's uh, allegedly doing all this stuff. So right. on on Daniel Bryan's Wikipedia, it's not going to say Daniel Bryan was trying to murder Roman Reigns, which is really bizarre. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the Daniel Bryan history, he had the Yes Movement here at FedEx Forum. He also had so the you know, attempted murder of Roman Reigns at FedEx Forum. Right. But it wasn't him. It was Rowan. So it was Rowan. So we don't have to list that in the – the other match, which is – the Brock Lesnar, like, should win, right? I thought Brock was going to cash in on Kofi because I thought Brock was – they wanted Brock as champion on SmackDown Live on Fox. Right. And I do think we could be seeing a change of the titles. That's still possible. I don't know anything. I don't have any inside information on that. That's not coming from Dave Meltzer or anything. But we could have the titles moved around, but it wouldn't make sense to move the red belt to SmackDown. It, it would right? not. It would not. So would I, not. that's the one belt unless you're going to merge the titles. If there's going to be a unification match on that first SmackDown, Brock Lesnar versus Kofi Kingston mm-hmm. on SmackDown Live the first week in October on Fox Friday night, 
Uh, and if they're going in that direction, then Brock retains, right? You want right. the heel versus Kofi. That would be a good match that people yeah. would want to see. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Absolutely right about it. But at, at SummerSlam, we've got so many of these matches are retreads of matches we've seen before. So they've kind of rushed into SummerSlam, and we got a lot of repeats or a lot of matches that just got put together in the last week. So it's either something so fresh that it hasn't had a chance to build right. or something that's kind of already built and peaked and now is getting rerun. Right. So yes, interesting really. SummerSlam card. We're going to see, though. Like Kofi versus Randy. Uh, it's a it's a a great feud. It's not really officially a rerun because it's it's so much time has passed. Yeah, that and there's new stories to tell with this story mm-hmm. uh, of their feud that went back down in uh, 2009. I think is when mm-hmm. they were they were battling it out. Also on the card, Becky Lynch versus Natalia. Do you think it's a submissions match? It's in Canada. Natalia, friend of the show, she's a bit on here uh, before Becky Lynch. Also, it's a battle of two uh, two former guests on this program. Okay. Going head to head, Becky Lynch, the man. You know, they're not taking the title off Becky Lynch yet, right? I don't think so. Absolutely not. They still, but they don't know what they're doing with that. Ba- these matches are just they're like kind of just throwing. I don't. Yeah, you. Bailey versus Ember Moon is on uh, on the card. Bailey should win that. Yes. Will we? And of course, most smart marks out there. And I'm gonna. You know, y'all know this. I am the mark of the South. I'm the mark of the South out there. So you low budgets listening, you know, you know that I'm the first one to admit I'm marked, but. Fantasy booking Sasha Banks. Like, it's when Sasha coming back? The women's division really needs some Sasha Banks. She okay. could somehow get involved in the Becky match. She could somehow get involved in the Bailey match. Okay. Or she could just continue to sit at home and wait for her contract to expire. Exactly. Charlotte versus Charlotte Flair versus Trish Stratus is on the card. That match got set up officially in Memphis at SmackDown during the King's Court. Right. Charlotte's winning that. There's no way. Exactly. Trish is. Back because it's in Toronto. She's Canadian. Right, they're gonna do the that. same reason Natalia's in the in the in that submissions match. But though she because should she's, not win. She shouldn't yeah, win. Trish should, both of the Canadians, I don't see either one of them winning. But are they thinking we've got to get a pop for one of the Canadian, the Canadian crowd to cheer for their home country hero, which is so bizarre, right? So Bret yeah. Hart, like I can't lose to my home country right. stuff. No, you you guys just let them get off some, but then you can't now win. Neither one of them, no Canadian victory there? No. Uh, the U.S. title. Now, this feud's been going on all summer. We keep we, uh, AJ Styles versus, versus Ricochet. We know we're going to have right. a great match there. Exactly. AJ's is, AJ's the champ. I think there's something about AJ having the U.S. title and uh, the OC. <laughs> the OC. How about this? WWE naming a tag team now after that old Fox show, the OC. The OC. Right as Fox brings back Beverly Hills 90210. So you have 90210 is back, and now the OC is back. The OC looks... Looks uh, a little. I think which I don't know. It's a good question. Which one does look uh, more different? Does it is it uh, the OC, the current OC, or the current nine hundred two one zero? I haven't been able to watch the nine hundred two one zero. Me either. Me either. It's probably just outside my realm right there. The uh, <laughs> Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. I think they wrestled at SummerSlam a couple I, years I ago. So, if man. Owens loses, he'll have, he has to quit. So we know Kevin Owens is going to win, right. um, unless they're going to do some type of storyline where he walks away. Shane. I mean, hey, Shane's beaten Roman Reigns this year. He's beaten the Miz twice. He's like they're, that, but he can't. He he cannot win. And like I'm saying right now, everybody is behind Kevin Owens. Everybody's behind. Every, everybody is KO. KO's, the the pop he got at FedEx Forum, Man. like he's got so much potential to continue to build on that. And if he would have interacted with Stone Cold at the Raw reunion, it could be taking it even to Ooh, to a different, I like that. a different, uh, totally different level. I like that. 
The Fiend, uh, Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor. Finn Balor rumored to, you know, this is, I'm going to spoil this, but he's rumored to be taking a, a you know, a break. And you know Bray Wyatt's not going to lose his right. first match under his, 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 the new version of his character. Right. And this gift sets up Finn to be able to come back as the demon to wrestle and Bray Wyatt. Come on back as the demon. Goldberg, we missed out on Goldberg coming to SmackDown, right? I know. Uh, we, that's one if you want to f- dissect the show in Memphis and say what you didn't like. But Goldberg was not in Memphis. But uh, Goldberg will be wrestling Dolph Ziggler and squashing Dolph Ziggler, I guess. Question is, will Shawn Michaels be involved? Because Shawn Michaels has kind of been involved in setting this up. Dolph has been talking about the uh, the legends who have been underperforming in their returns. Right. Will we see a Shawn versus Dolph match down the line? Does Dolph lose here, wrestle Shawn later? Does Shawn do something else? I don't know. Oh, no. we, hey, we, this match we, just got set up we, this week. We haven't had right. much time to think about That's it. Say, <laughs> you know, just came, so which was We've got uh, the cruiserweight championship at two hundred five live. Uh, two hundred five live, which we saw uh, at FedEx. Did you stick around? That's my another question here. Make sure you uh, grab that talking to the mic here. But no. did you stick around for for two hundred five live? I did. Did you stick around for the Bailey versus Charlotte? I did. So you, th- so Bailey versus Charlotte, was that a big enough dark match to keep you there, or were you staying no matter what they would have announced? Uh. You know what? I was gonna stay. I was gonna stay just in a way. You're gonna stay no matter what. So yeah, me yeah, too. Like yeah. that's what I gotta do. I gotta come here and Saturday talk about what happened. Right. I got. I got to to be there. And I think about half the crowd felt like to me. We had about fifty fifty percent of the crowd stuck around through two hundred five live. You think? Probably so. So still interesting that they because usually that dark match after two hundred five live they are booking a match that fans are gonna have to really be like. Do I stay right. and feel bad in the morning when I wake up to go to work? And see that, like Mr. just so I because I got to see this match. Right. Do I does my kid stay up late tonight to see this match? Right. And they'd be cranky in the morning when they got to go to school. Of course, exactly. there wasn't even no school, and if your kid was in summer school or something, but uh, it's still there's that. And they, they, they went with Bailey and though, Charlotte. Right? They could have. You had Roman in the building, yeah, exactly. But he got attacked. Right. Yeah, Daniel Bryan there. I think Daniel uh-huh. Bryan would have been a hook for so many Memphians to stick around, cool. even though he is a heel. Right. The Daniel Bryan. Did you see Daniel Bryan versus The Miz? Uh, I guess it was last year. They did Daniel Bryan yeah. versus The Miz yeah. as the dark match at FedEx uh-huh. Forum. And it was not really a match. It was like a two-minute match, but mostly them working the mic. And it was so awesome. It was one of my favorite WWE uh, moments in the recent years right. that seeing live was Daniel Bryan versus The Miz before they had any matches on TV. Just going back and forth. And going back and forth on the mic, and then it was, and it was so good. both of them are like excellent on the mic, too. <laughs> so 205 Live, uh, there's a Cruiserweight Championship match. We didn't even see any of those wrestlers uh, wrestle uh, during the 205 Live in Memphis. And the other questions that are out there, uh, you have, will we see Sinsuke Nakamura versus Ali? That match we saw. We already saw that in exactly. person. Ali won. He should be the uh, Intercontinental Champion. He should be. When you beat the champion, it shouldn't get you a title match. It should get you the title. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Don't play. You right about that. And then we have Roman Reigns. Uh, the story going on with Roman Reigns, as we said, we don't know exactly uh, a potential uh, matchup with him, with with Rowan. Potentially, he's not on on the card. Neither one of those. So we don't know if we're going to see Sinsuke Nakamura versus Ali. That might just carry over. They right. gave us a match on SmackDown last week because of the rewrite. Supposed to see Aleister Black versus Sami Zayn at SummerSlam. They mm-hmm. moved that up, right? Uh, in, in to do with the so at this SummerSlam, I don't. It doesn't seem. It doesn't seem like we have a match made in heaven, a match made in hell. It doesn't seem like it's just kind of balanced. It's kind of just straight up. It's kind of you know. I would definitely tune in to uh, Look at the SummerSlam. Right, you uh, definitely got to. Tune in. I would definitely have my chair, and I'd be home with my feet up, and I'm saying watching my big screen, I'm saying, making sure 
Make sure that I get all the tears and biddles. Right. And, it's, <laughs> and it, it just seems like at WWE, they're in a, in a holding pattern right now. They're not doing too much before we get to October. Right. Right. October, exactly. October, October. Uh, here in Memphis, the wrestling, it does not stop. 901 Wrestling tonight. Yeah. tonight. 901 Wrestling will be at the fair. Uh, Roundhouse Revival 4 possibly happening in September. We have NXT, we know for sure, coming to town mm-hmm. uh, in, at South Haven at the Lander Center in September. Uh, that's going to be crazy. So close to part that, that uh, if we're going to have wrestling inside the Coliseum and at Lander Center, both of uh, the Memphis markets, two mid-sized arenas, are going to have wrestling within yeah. like, barely a, like 10 days of each other. Uh, cool. So that's going, going to be pretty awesome coming up this fall. Contar, uh, Commissioner, thanks for coming in studio. Thanks Thank for inviting me, me uh, to 901 Wrestling a couple yes, weeks sir. ago. Thanks for making me a part of the show tonight. I can't yeah, wait. Get it, get it. I will see you there tonight. And y'all come out 901 Wrestling, 3000 Broad. And look here, you have a great, great time. Five bucks. Uh, man, five bucks get you in. They serve food, they serve liquor, they serve beer, they serve it all. So y'all come on out and see some great, great action. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. I can't wait to be out there, see everybody. Uh, out there be the, be the first time I see Anthony Sane since he turned heel so I might be involved in a bunch of uh, of the difference I know uh, I need a backhand him just off just off GP just <laughs> alright but that that's our show today I want to thank all you low budgets uh, for listening so the we will be back next week at 10am I will not be here but you should tune in we've got uh, as I mentioned earlier um, on the show, the wrestling talk is taking a brief hiatus. We will return in September before NXT comes to Memphis, before the big AEW premiere on TNT, before we have uh, the the move of SmackDown to Friday nights on Fox. I will be back on Talking Wrestling at 11 in September. The easiest way to keep up with it, follow me on Twitter at Cerrito, like Cerrito Live on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast. It will jump up on the feed when we get closer so you can keep up when we do return. I'm, I'm going off on paternity leave once we sign off here uh, today. Uh, very excited about that. But I will be at, at the rec room tonight. That's, that's my paternity leave begins now that I have got an assignment as the enforcer. It will, it will begin uh, this evening. So Wrestling Talk will return in September. But the show will continue a special one-hour broadcast of the program from 10 to 11 uh, through the start of the fall uh, with a tremendous uh, lineup of uh, talented uh, guest hosts in this spot, including uh, Jessica Benson, Chris Luther, uh, Amari Sankofa, and uh, Sudu Upadea, all going to fill in this spot. But that's it for today's show. Uh, I will see you all back in September here. Until then, I'll see you around the territory.